Hey everybody, welcome to Take Heart today. I want to talk about what God can be doing in our times of suffering. And it's not that I believe God causes suffering, I don't believe that, but I do believe that he will use our suffering to for all sorts of things. And uh, Jesus says this, John chapter 15, verse 1. I am the true vine, and my Father is the gardener. He cuts off every branch in me that bears no fruit, while every branch that does bear fruit, he prunes, so that it will be even more fruitful. Vines were a common sight uh, when Jesus was in Israel, as they still are in Israel today. Obviously not quite so common here in the UK. I don't know a lot when it comes to plants, but fortunately, I am friends with a very elderly gentleman who loves his garden and is always banging on about it and putting photos of his garden up on Instagram. And occasionally, well, actually always, when I go over to Mike's house, he takes me into his garden, he points to me different plants and sort of like goes on about them. And I pretend that I'm interested, but it's, uh, it's actually served me well here because he has a whole load of vines. And uh, one of the things that I've learned from Mike over the years is that he pays more attention to pruning his vines than any other plant in the whole garden. And there's a lot of other plants. But there doesn't seem to be a plant that requires pruning quite so much as the vine. So I remember the first time I went over, it's kind of autumn, winter time, after the summer uh, to Mike's house and I saw his vines and I, I was shocked because it looked to me like he had just murdered all of his vines. Like they had gone from being these expansive, vigorous kind of plants that looked like they were full of life to being these dead twigs in the ground. He pruned off virtually everything. There was hardly anything of them left and I couldn't believe it. And he just said to me, that, that's how it works with vines. You've got to prune them right back. And then sure enough, the following spring and summer, they exploded into life and there was all this wonderful fruit. Even when, um, even now in, in the kind of summertime when the grapes are on the vine, he's still pruning it. Not as vigorously, but very carefully he prunes because he said to me, Vines are, um, they're so vigorous, they, they, they grow like crazy, that you have to prune off um, some of the excess branches if you want to channel the energy into the fruit. Mike, when he's pruning his vines, he's not attempting to destroy them. What he's doing is he's cultivating them because he wants them to bear grapes. It's such a brilliant image that Jesus uses because it describes for us, it paints a picture for us of how the Father will work sometimes in our lives. He will sometimes cut things out of our lives and sometimes suffering is, a, is a, a, an opportunity where that is easier for him to do. But he will cut things out of our lives, uh, not to destroy us, not to punish us, but to cultivate us. Because our lives can be so full of vigor you know we can uh, I don't know about you but I find my energy goes in all sorts of directions I spend my time and my thought on all these different things and some of them are good but God's ultimate purpose for me is that I'd bear fruit for his kingdom and so he will at times cut away anything that stops me from focusing on him and on that and suffering is an opportunity for us to be pruned uh, when we choose to allow it to be and we don't always choose that so we can sometimes in suffering run away from God but if we choose 
in seasons of suffering to come closer to him, then we begin to experience the transformation um, that he wants us to experience. So often uh, during suffering, if a tree goes, is like in a very gusty, windy area, it will put down deep roots and become really strong. Um, during a hurricane, people tend to run and hide in the shelter. When a child is frightened, they go to their parent. In the same way, when we are suffering, isn't it and hasn't it been an opportunity to draw near to him and to seek his face more and to come closer, to put down deeper roots, to hide in the shelter of his presence, to reach out our hand and take hold of his? Uh, suffering is an opportunity for us to come close to him. And the idea is that when we're pruned, um, a little bit we're refocused on what matters. Sometimes I've found in life that when I've been through suffering, I'm, I'm more suited to bear fruit for Jesus, partly because I, I'm more empathetic, um, I'm, I'm kinder, I have more compassion about what it, other people who are suffering, because I've, I've known that firsthand. Um, also, I find that in times of suffering, my, um, I get clarity afresh on what really matters in life. I don't know if you've ever been through um, a period of extreme suffering or, or, but you may well have found the same thing. Um, I remember reading Philip Yancey, uh, he wrote a book about prayer and at the start of it he talks about a car crash that he was in where his car flipped over and over and over off the side of a, a road on a mountain and, and uh, it rolled down the slope and he ended up being taken up to a hospital and was told that uh, they were gonna have to send the x-rays off. It was a very remote hospital and it was gonna take six hours for these x-rays to come back. And, and in the meanwhile, they said, you've broken your neck and the results will tell us what, what will happen. Either you'll be okay and you'll be able to walk again or you won't be and you'll be paralyzed from the neck down. And so he's lying strapped on this board for six hours waiting to find out whether he's ever gonna be able to walk or move again. I can you imagine that and what would go through your head in that time and eventually the results came back and they were positive in the sense that he hadn't it wasn't a um, life debilitating you know injury he was gonna have to recover but he would be able to be doing everything he, he used to be able to do and he writes in the book about just um, that what happened as he experienced that and he said I hope I never forget that window of time or what I saw through it for a few weeks after the accident, I walked around in a daze of grace, looking at the sky, trees, grass, my wife, my friends, with newly washed eyes. And just, he, he talks about his experience of just being able to move his fingers and, and dress himself and, and how he realised during that time that, um, you know, all the things that we spend so much of our energy on, the finances, the emails, the stuff of life, actually, when you get to a point like that, you realise what matters, what really matters reduces down just to a few basic questions. Who do I love? How have I spent my time? Am I ready for what's next? And suffering can help us because it refocuses us on what really matters. And ultimately, the Father's purpose in suffering is to lead us back to the Son. It's to lead us to Jesus. So every trial we go through, whether it's a small one that lasts just a, just a day, or it's a big one that's ongoing, um, we've got to see his finger pointing us towards Jesus and hear his voice saying to us, remain in him. Stay close to him. It leads us to depend on him 
strips, of us, strips us of our self-reliance and ultimately because of that it leads us into a place of greater fruitfulness because our fruitfulness for God's kingdom does not depend on our abilities and our giftings but our proximity to the saviour and his life at work in us and through us. Suffering can become for us a time of blessing and a time of preparation for greater fruitfulness and it does that when we choose in these days to lean into him. And so in the months we have ahead, there's going to be, I'm sure, lots more suffering and we're going to have to process a tremendous amount as things open up and maybe close down again and open up again and all of that. In these days ahead and in the pruning that will happen just because of the circumstances, let's choose to lean into him.